0: are this morning not with my words but with God's word 1st Peter chapter 2 verses 9 and 10 but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation a people belonging to God in a moment's notice. For example, a TV commercial advertising weight loss will focus your thoughts on your weight problem, causing you to feel like a loser. You and your spouse end up in an argument and words are exchanged making you feel like a failure, an identity crisis or maybe you vowed never to do that besetting sin again however a day or two or maybe even a week later you find yourself doing the very thing that you vowed never to do the result an identity crisis You feel like a failure, so you say, why even try? You encounter hopelessness, and you respond by saying, oh, what's the use? You grow tired of who you are, and you say, I hate myself. For those of you who are encountering an identity crisis this morning, and For those of you who probably will in the days ahead. I want you to know that there's hope. Verse 1 of that song that we just listened to by Jason Gray. Entitled, Remind Me Who I Am. He says this in verse 1. When I lose my way and I forget my name, remind me who I am. In the mirror, all I see is who I don't want to be. Remind me who I am. In the loneliest places, when I can't remember what grace is, tell me once again, who am I to you? Who am I to you? Tell me, lest I forget who I am to you, that I belong to you. Today's Bible passage reminds us Who we are to God. There are five truths communicated about your identity in Jesus Christ. Let's look at these five wonderful identity statements of who you are. Let me tell you who you are. Beginning there in verse 9, we are chosen people. That's what verse 9 says. We are chosen people. You are chosen by God. Now, the word that is translated chosen means to pick out. It means to select or choose. What that means is that God chose you. Regardless of the past, no matter the failures that you have experienced, the truth remains. You have been chosen by God. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 says this, But we ought to always to thank God for you, brothers loved by the Lord, because from the beginning, God chose you to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. Let me tell you who you are. You are chosen by God. Secondly, Scripture tells us that we are a royal priesthood. What is neat about that particular title is that it incorporates both kingship as well as priesthood. Let's break it down a little bit further. You are royalty. You are a royal priesthood. You are royalty. Galatians chapter 4, verse 7 says this, So you are no longer a slave, but a son or a daughter. And since you are a son and daughter, God has made you an heir. God has made you an heir. Through faith in Jesus Christ, you become either God's son, if you're a man, or God's daughter, if you're a lady, And uh, as Galatians says, you're more than a son and daughter. You are an heir to the king, which means that you are royalty. Let me tell you who you are. You're royalty. Part of the royal priesthood. Thirdly, our passage this morning says that We are a holy nation. We're a holy nation. Now, the word holy here does not mean perfection. Okay, let's just clear that up. None of us is perfect. But yet, God assigns the title holy to each one of us. So let's talk about holy. Uh, Holy means to be set apart. In the past, I've used the illustration of fine china. The real good china is on display in our home in what we call the china hutch, right? It's on display. And that special china is used only on special occasions, right? That china, those plates, those goblets, that silverware has been set apart. In other words, it's holy, When you begin feeling like you're not good enough, remember, God says you are fine china. You are holy. You have been set apart. You're not like others because God says I have chosen you and you are a royal priesthood. Number four, verse nine says that you belong to God. Other Bible translations say that we are a people for his possession. We belong to God. We are a people for God's possession. Uh, Think with me for a few moments, would you? Think about some of your possessions. You know, typically we are proud of our possessions, aren't we? Whether it's an old vintage tractor or car or even a brand new baseball glove. Those possessions, we're, we're proud of, and we want to talk about them. We want to display them and show them. We're not embarrassed. In fact, we, there's, there's a healthy pride there. You know, we're thrilled to call that possession mine. I bought that. I fixed that. I rebuilt that. That's mine. Listen to this. God is thrilled to call you mine. God is thrilled to call you mine. You are a possession of God. Finally, in verse 10, we have these words for us. It explains that you have received mercy. You have received mercy. You see, one of the fears that uh, we carry around that affects our identity is this fear. And it sounds like this. If God really knew, I mean, if God really knew what I truly was like, He'd slam the door on me and walk away. If he really knew. However, here's the truth. Let's let's put that lie to rest. You are a recipient of God's mercy. And what is mercy? Well, here's a simple definition of mercy. Mercy is not. Okay? Mercy is not Getting what you deserve. Let's be honest. Let's be honest about ourselves. We know that we're no good, right? Let's be honest. We know that we fall short. We're not proud of our past and the things that we've done, right? And because of that, we know that we should have the book thrown at us. Could God throw the book at us? He could. But your God says, I want to show mercy, which means you do not get what you deserve. That's the God that you serve. That's the God you know. He's a God of mercy. As I reflect on the mercy of God The song that Chris Tomlin sings comes to my mind. It's entitled, Indescribable. One particular line in that particular song brings encouragement to me, and it goes like this. You know the depths of my heart, and you love me the same. That's mercy. That's your God. That's your identity. We began our time this morning listening to Jason Gray's song, Remind Me Who I Am. The chorus to his song reads like this, Tell me once again who I am to you. Who I am to you. Tell me lest I forget who I am to you, that I belong to you. When the identity crisis comes into your life, and it will, let me remind you who you are to God. One, you are a chosen person, which means God has hand-selected you. That's who you are. Secondly, you are a royal priesthood. You are royalty. You are an heir to God. Thirdly, you are a holy nation. You've been set apart. You are fine China. Number four, you belong to God. You are God's possession. As we talked about possessions, we like to talk about our possessions. God likes to talk about you. He's thrilled to call you mine. And lastly, here this morning, we talked about how we are a recipient of God's mercy. The enemy will beat you down. The evil one will have you believing and thinking things that are totally false and untrue. When that period of time comes into your life, remember 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. I'll tell you who you are. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. That you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. That's who you are. Let's pray. God, thanks again for reminding us of who we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're dismissed.